everybody and welcome to episode number 49 of the Building a Better Body podcast, nearly at the big 5 same as my age, <laughs> not really, only joking. Um, so how are you today my loyal friends, I hope everyone is doing good. I do believe I promised you an interview for this week but alas that's coming next week instead. So today I'm going to bring you another snappy, reasonably short one. Uh, it might not even be long enough to take you to your commute to work, but hey ho, I hope it brings you joy. So today I'm going to talk about 10 ways to stay healthy in a tech savvy world. Woo! So number one, let's dive right in, is move more. I've talked about this a little in the past, but I've realised now more than ever what a difference it makes and how beneficial it actually is when you put it into practice. Now, of course, we all have different levels of mobility. So when I say move more, I mean within your own means as a person at the time. But that being said, I want to try and explain how important it is. I was having a conversation with a guy the other day and he was saying it he finds it really hard to get into a squat position, you know, almost impossible to get his heels to touch the ground and he has pretty bad flexibility problems. So I said to him, tell me this, when you're not at work, do you sit a lot? And he said, yes. So what's happening here is his hip flexors have become extremely tight and he just doesn't have the flexibility that he would like. So perhaps you are that person that sits at your desk all day. He don't, he didn't, but he was doing a lot of sitting in between times. Maybe you're uh, hunched over a computer and actually you maybe blasted out at the gym three or four times a week. But other than that, you're sitting a lot at work or when you come home, you're sitting in front of the TV. You know, everybody likes their downtime, which is great. But the more you sit, the more problems you might find with your flexibility. We just aren't meant to be that sedentary. I'm not saying it's to be a pain in the ass and make you groan. You know, you could be thinking, I don't really want to be able to squat at the gym. What are you going on about? But there's much more to it than that. You know, do you want to be able to crouch down with your kids and play? Or do you want to be able to work out in the garage or the garden? basically just move around with ease and flexibility without making that, you know, when you bend down, you go, uh, uh, and you just think, oh, that's old age. (laughs) Rubbish. I don't want to accept that, nor should you. So if you want to build on your flexibility as well as reduce your risk of getting cardiovascular disease, then moving around more is going to be of great benefit to you. So that being said, aside from your normal exercise regime, just try perhaps to simply get up and move around a little more you know walk when you can get up from the sofa if you've been sitting for an hour move around a bit run up the stairs or get the hoover out (laughs) um claire if you're listening to this you know everybody loves the dyson (laughs) just get up and move your bones and you will be surprised gradually what happens to your flexibility so that's my number one in 10 ways to stay healthy in a tech heavy world number two we have the old favorite meditate i think uh you'd have to have been living under a rock not to see that meditation is huge right now Uh, and for for good reason we are so connected to our tech each and every day 
if you were to look at an analysis of how much time you waste on the web and social media it would probably scare you now some people are great and not that involved with social media but a huge majority of us are and could probably hold our hands up and say yep I could cut down a little so what does meditation do well I'm no expert I can only speak from my own experience I've been practicing guided meditation for quite a while now I do so on my own and I also do a class at the moment shout out to Kim McKenzie from seventh heaven keeping us all zen Uh, she teaches all the good stuff and she's been on the podcast before so you can go back and listen to that one but with my own personal practice I have been pretty good I've been consecutively meditating for about 38 days now it's always pretty simple and short but it's a really fabulous way to start the day it, it silences or at least it attempts to silence the monkey mind and the endless chatter that can often go on in our heads in fact it's probably a good idea to do it at night as well once it's your head's been full of all sorts um, when we have some time to ourselves it's a wonderful way to just stay present as opposed to picking up the smartphone and wasting 20 minutes and somebody else stealing our time because let's face it that's what social network does it's difficult to stay present today you know we're, we're either ruminating over the past that can make us a little depressed often or we're thinking about the future and that can often raise our anxiety levels so staying present for even five or ten minutes brings huge benefits and then when it becomes a daily habit you can truly see this sort of manifest in your life as something like you have more patience you are more mindful of others you take your time and you choose with intention as opposed to you know a quick knee-jerk reaction to something so it's a, it could be a slow burner but when you look back you can kind of see what meditation has done for you so that's number two of my 10 ways to stay healthy in a tech savvy world number three we have journal you may think mm, this is a bit of a girly thing to do a bit of a, a dear diary affair that <laughs> it is actually extremely useful and a great tool for many reasons and what you put in there of course is up to you all you need to do is grab a notebook and as Mel Robbins says literally first of all what you can do is brain dump just get stuff off your mind onto the paper you know there's something about doing this in itself that relieves a little bit of pressure you can use this time to write about what you're grateful for in your life because no matter what you're doing or what you're going through there's probably at least one small thing that you can give thanks for for example if you're listening to this podcast on a smartphone you're probably pretty privileged so you can almost start there couldn't you the journal is also a great place to set your intentions for the day what you really want to achieve big or small it acts like a bit of a an accountability partner helping you get stuff done you can also use your journal to script the life that you pretty much want or script as if it's already happening the more you do this you see real shifts actually happen in your life try it <laughs> it might seem a bit out there you know writing as if stuff has already happened but I've been practicing it for a bit lately and I woke up recently with a really great idea in the morning so watch this space 
I mean, what is the worst that can happen by being positive, expressing gratitude, writing all this down, and then hopefully turning up as your true self and being the light for others? So that's my number three, journal in the 10 things to keep you healthy in a tax savvy world. Uh, number four, we have get outside. Even if you think it's a bit bleak and gray outside, believe me, I know I live in gray town here. <laughs> it's raining right now, but I, I'm not letting it bother me. I don't think we ever really regret going for a walk. There's, there's no such thing as bad weather, just inappropriate clothing. <laughs> Sorry, that's cheesy. We normally have a, a nice, well I do anyway, refreshed feeling when we come in from a walk. Again, it's similar to my first point. It's great for your flexibility, but it also <sighs> fills the lungs with fresh air. Maybe you're lucky enough to get some vitamin D conversion going on from the sunshine too. So next time you go for a walk, here's an experiment for you to try. Leave your phone at home and notice how much you actually notice. So look around, see what maybe you haven't noticed before appreciate, really appreciate your surroundings and it can certainly lift the mood and relax the mind all being well. So number four, get outside. Number five, we have sleep. We know by now that sleep is extremely important with a lack of it being linked to more and more illnesses such as Alzheimer's and diabetes. However, we hear this stuff all the time and then we just brush it off and sweep it under the carpet. I think it's about time we prioritize it a little more. You know, we aren't invincible. You know how it feels when you have an amazing sleep. You're you're really ready to rock when you wake up in the morning um, and you're ready to sort of take on the world. But then on the flip side of that, if you haven't had a good sleep, you feel pretty awful. You're unable to put your, your best into the day. And dear God, when you see a photo of yourself in this sleep deprived state, it isn't pretty. Maybe I'm just talking from experience there. <laughs> but in all seriousness, if you haven't been sleeping great lately, and there can be lots, lots of reasons why, such as high blood pressure, uh, high blood sugar, um, stress, poor bedroom environment. But one thing you can do for sure is down the tech an hour or two before you go to bed. It's amazing how re relaxed you feel when you just sit and read a book at night and then just trot off to the land of Nod. I've heard, I think it was from Ariana Huffington, who is absolutely fantastic if you ever hear her talk. Um, she created the Huffington Post and has since, I believe, moved on to be the creator of Thrive Global because uh, she's becoming quite into her own well-being. But she says that reading fiction before bed as opposed to any heavy factual stuff, which kind of seems obvious, is, is a better idea. And you might even be rewarded with some wonderful dreams. So that's worth thinking about. Now, let me tell you, I don't always sit and read a book every night by candlelight and have a blissful night's sleep. It's, it's wishful thinking, far from it, you know. But what I'm saying is if you never get a good night, good night's sleep and it's consistently a problem for you, I think there's maybe something you need to, to look at and experiment a little bit with a couple of things just to see how it goes. Who knows, you might get addicted to feeling great and start this new practice of winding down before going to bed. And if you want to learn more about sleep, check out Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson. He knows everything there is to know about it. And I'll put a link to his book in the show notes. So that's number five, sleep. Number six, we have nourish your body with great food. Well, you all know this is one of my passions and I don't want to 
continually ram it down your neck. <laughs> but of course, food has a huge effect on many areas of our life. If you're doing a lot of um, high-end tech work at your computer and concentration is absolutely paramount, I know it's way too easy to grab a sugary snack or an energy drink just to keep you powering through the day or uh, killing it, as the kids might say. But damn, that's eventually going to leave you feeling wired and tired you know that feeling where you you can't sleep but at the same time you're utterly exhausted if you've been fueling up on all things sugar your body just can't wind down properly the blood sugar's just going up and down and up and down so what we're after here is some mental clarity that sustains us throughout the day without the need for that sugary top up every few hours so this is where you can experiment a little by switching out the carbs for fats when you go for a snack. So try perhaps nuts instead of the chocolate bar or energy drink. Maybe making some of your meals that way inclined too and see what you notice whenever you do that. There will probably be less of a need to even snack in the first place if you up your fat and down your carbs. You'll get in that state of flow, which is awesome when you're working, you know, you just, you're going for it and you're not seeing the time go by and you don't eat, you're not even interested in eating because you are on it. So try some wild salmon, some greens and avocado for lunch as well someday and see how your afternoon goes. Report back, I will be interested to hear. <laughs> so that is nourish your body with great food. Number seven, we have learn or go and do something new. Recently I went to a meetup event and, and even that simple change in my routine helped a lot. Not only did I get inspired, but I, I, I went and talked to strangers, I made connections and I had ideas that I normally wouldn't have. I simply changed up my routine and maybe even stepped out of, out of my comfort zone a little too, which is great. In those few hours I was free from, you know, mindlessly scrolling through social networks and I networked in real life and nothing can beat that to be honest. Also if you try something like learning a new language or developing a skill that is new to you there's a ton of science behind the fact that this will build new synapses in the brain and when you build new synapses it is going to help you remain cognitively sharp as the years go on and there's a study about nuns regarding this sort of thing which I will link to in the show notes. So learn something new. Number eight, stretch or do some yoga. This one is particularly important to me right now. I don't know about you, but I've noticed I have a bit of a rounded shoulder situation going on. And as I say this, I'm trying to straighten myself up. I thought I had good posture. You know, I, I try to keep a relatively straight back, but the shoulders, that's another matter. I don't know if there's a name for it, but I'm gonna call it smartphone shoulder. <laughs> you get you get all hunched over looking at your phone or maybe you're hunched over on your computer. Personally, I've been using resistance bands to stretch out what seems to be, you know, a tight chest and a neck area. And I'm also working on the back at the gym, you know, pulling everything back and, and strengthening that up with a deadlift or two. Uh, even if you just become aware of it a few times throughout the day and swing your arms about and stretch a little, it's somewhere to start. And then yoga will obviously help with flexibility and there's tons of basic apps you can try to get you started. I would love to do it more myself. It's definitely a great accompaniment to someone who does weight training because the weight training will 
will be great for your strength but it'll tighten you up a bit and then yoga will hopefully stretch you back out again so let me know how are your shoulders right now because i bet you're all thinking about it as you're listening stop for a moment and see how, how are you sitting right now and i bet you straighten up a little bit <laughs> keep me posted so stretch and do some yoga number nine put your phone on airplane mode <laughs> i do this i love it this goes hand in hand with your wind down routine in the evening i guess if you do pick up a book and want to tune out for a bit try putting your phone on airplane mode because it can be difficult i know to resist that text message or notification coming through but if you don't want to knock off all communication you can try do not disturb for a while so that you know emergencies or whatever can get through i'm an ios girl uh, so i'm not sure about android but i'm pretty sure they'll have something similar I heard someone say on a podcast recently that they they actually go and charge their phone somewhere inconvenient you know sort of out of reach upstairs out of the way so if you are reading the phone isn't as accessible for you to just lift up every five minutes so there we go experiment with silencing silencing your phone in one way or another number 10 use social network properly so this one uh, is a great one to be mindful of so think right now of all the people you follow on facebook twitter instagram all the different avenues are they bringing joy and value to their to your life or are these people draining all the life from you you know you don't have to read this crap or put up with it your social media feed is completely under your control fill it with positive people um, go in there and just delete and unfollow people that are not working for you that's absolutely fine and fill it as I say with positive people and people that you admire if you use social media for business bring the same light to your followers you know up as opposed to stealing your light and your energy so that's use social networks properly so there we are everyone 10 ways to stay healthy in this tech heavy world number one move more number two meditate number three journal number four get outside number five sleep number six nourish your body number seven learn something new number eight stretch number nine phone onto airplane mode and number 10 use your social media properly so guys i hope you enjoyed those little fun facts i always like to hear from you so if you want to hit me up with anything at all send your emails to info at karenmcclintock.co.uk and if you want to support the show head on over to karenmcclintock.co.uk forward slash support and please do leave me a review on itunes because i would really appreciate that and until next time, go be healthy. See you later.